Chapter 25 At 5.10 in the morning, the EGS Tower's windows were almost all dark. From the deeply shadowed plaza in front of the building, we could see a sleepy, uniformed guard inside the lobby. There are dozens of businesses and law firms and stuff in this building, Jake warned. Most of them are probably just normal people. Fortunately, at this time of day, almost no one will be here. But the guard is probably just a normal guy. How do we deal with him without hurting him? Suddenly, Tobias swooped down out of a dark sky. I can't see anything useful through the windows up there, he said. Too bad that glass dome is still in the future. But I can tell you one thing. Something up there is giving off some heat. I'm getting a beautiful updraft from the building itself. Let's do this already, I grumbled. I started morphing into the bear. Okay, but take it easy on any innocent bystanders, Jake said. Tobias, I know you're wearing out, but stay up and keep an eye out while we morph. No problem, Jake. He flapped his wings and slowly gained altitude. These doors will be locked, Cassie pointed out. Not for long, I said. Axe was already demorphing, coming out of his human body and resuming his andalite shape. Jake's eyes were glittering, his body was lengthening, and striped orange and black fur was spreading like a wave over his skin. Cassie was already on all fours. Rough gray fur grew thickly around her shoulders. Her mouth bulged out further and further to form a wolf's muzzle. Hey, a guy's coming up behind you, Tobias called down. I think he's drunk. He's carrying a bottle. If it were daytime, I could read the label. He's definitely staggering. Keep morphing, Jake said quickly. Cassie, see if you can get rid of him. Cassie trotted off, already fully morphed. And a second later, we heard... (coughs) Followed by... Whoa! No way! And the sound of a crashing bottle and running feet. Cassie returned just as we were finishing our morse. He decided to go in a different direction, Cassie reported. Okay, so let's go in, I said. I was fully the grizzly now and feeling invulnerable. Actually, how about if Marco tries it first, Jake suggested. While the rest of us lurked in the shadows, Marco, now an extremely large, powerful gorilla, knuckle-walked to the glass door. He stood up on his hind legs and tapped with one massive finger on the glass. The guard jerked in his seat. He stood up and moved cautiously closer. Then he drew his gun. Hey, get out of here, the guard said. Hi, Marco said in thought speak. I just came from a masquerade party and I was looking for Visser 3. The guard's eyes went wide. Andalite, he hissed. Oh, so you are a controller. Good, that makes it so much simpler. With that, Marco punched straight through the thick glass of the door. Crash! His gorilla fist connected squarely with the guard's chin. The guard crumpled, still holding his gun. Move, move, move! Jake yelled. I barreled into the rest of the glass door. I was careful, but not too careful. I wasn't very worried about being hurt. Shattered glass flew everywhere. Cassie, Axe, and Jake leaped over the glass shards. Jake raced for the elevator. There may be an alarm. We have to move fast. Jake said. We'll never fit in one elevator, Marco said. Head for the freight elevator. That'll hold us, Jake said. Go for the top floor. Cassie and Axe kept an eye on all activity on the ground floor while they waited for the elevator to come back down. Jake, Marco, and I had the most firepower, so we went in first. We squeezed our combined bulk into the one freight elevator car. Not an easy thing to do, but we managed it. 
Can you press the button? I sure can't, Jake said. He held up one of his huge paws to show me. It wasn't easy. Bear paws aren't exactly subtle tools. But after carefully lining up my first claw, I hit the top button. The doors closed, and we rose swiftly upward. There was a safety inspection certificate mounted on one wall. I leaned very close to make out the letters and read it aloud. It says here the maximum load is 20 people. How many bears, tigers, and gorillas? The ride seemed to be taking forever. I watched the counter tick off the floors. 21, 22, 23. So, seen any good movies lately? Jake asked. I want to go see that new Keanu Reeves movie, I said. He's supposed to be cute, right? Duh, I said. I wonder if you'd ever want to go out with a girl like me. You know, lots of guys wouldn't want to date a grizzly bear. Suddenly, I realized there was music playing in the elevator. The usual stupid elevator music. Get ready, Jake said. Ben ready. Top four. Ladies' shoes, children's apparel, everyone out. Marco announced in his best elevator operator's voice. The elevator stopped. The door opened. Just as three humans and two hork were racing toward the elevator. Jake roared in a voice that could crack concrete. I echoed in my own muddier bear voice. I charged like an enraged bull. I went straight for the nearest hork That meant running through the closest human. I felt a slight thump as his body was knocked aside. I slammed into the hork The force of my charge just picked him up and carried him along till I hammered into the far wall. It didn't kill him, but he wasn't going anywhere. Jake took down the other hork with a lightning swipe of his claws. The remaining humans bolted. Cut, Jake said. Is it bad? It isn't good, Jake said. But I'll be okay for a while. Just then, the elevator door opened, and Axe and Cassie piled out. About time, I said. We've taken care of the welcoming committee. Sorry, Axe pushed the button for the wrong floor, Cassie said. She glanced at the two hork You know they have more than those two up here guarding the Condrona, and... Jake, you're bleeding, Cassie cried. I'm fine. The human controllers ran down that hallway, Jake said. Let's go. We haven't won this battle yet. I took off at a loping run. The others were right behind me. My claws gouged the carpeted floor with every step. I couldn't see well, but I could smell the adrenaline of the frightened human controllers. I knew where they had gone. I could smell them. I could sense them. They had challenged me. And I was going to show them who was boss. Watch out, Rachel, Cassie called. There's a door straight ahead of you. Ah, there's no door, I said and plowed all my 800 pounds into a steel door that popped open like the lid of a jack-in-the-box. Inside, eight hork warriors stood ready. Eight walking razor blades. Eight of them. Five of us. No way we could win. A sensible person would have seen the odds and run away. But I charged straight at them. Later, everyone thought I was being brave. But you know what the truth was? The truth was, with my weak, bare eyesight, all I could see was a blur. I thought they were humans. I wasn't brave. I was just blind.